Do you want to change your life? Change your thinking. Change your life. Do you want better relationships? Change your thinking. Change your life. Do you know the potential of who you are today? Who you can become? Change your thinking. Change your life. Join Dr. Preston Rich as he helps you to change your thinking, to change your life. From the military to corporate to the classroom, Dr. Rich shares his experience and knowledge to help others be their best selves. In this fast-paced world that we live in, we tend to forget how special we are. Doc Rich says you are perfectly imperfect and uniquely amazing. And we're going to act like it. Call in or listen in as Doc Rich speaks. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Dr. Preston Rich. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Preston Rich. I'm here to talk about conquering coronavirus with positivity and emotional intelligence. Now, I understand that the country is going through several things right now. We really don't know how to deal with it. We've never been hit with anything like this before, but I will tell you in 1720, 1820, and 1920, we've all, we all as a world dealt with something. In 1720, it was the plague. In 1820, it was something else. In 1920, it was something else. But us as human beings, we actually got through it each time, and we learned something new every time. Right now, though, I think that because of the fact that we have uh, social media, we have technology, we have things out in this world that we do that has been disrupted. All of the things that we held true, near and dear to us, to unite us, you know, we had baseball and football and soccer and, 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 and basketball. We had all of our stars that we rooted on, like LeBron James and Kyrie Irving and you know, the, the Mike Trouts and all of those folks, you know, we had ESPN, we had Fox Sports, we had race cars, we had all kinds of things to keep us distracted, to keep us interested. And man, if you look at these folks, these LeBron Jameses and the Kyrie Irvings and the, and the football players, those are our polarizing figures. You know, these, these guys are professionals. They're our heroes. They're our guys that do things for other people. LeBron James opened a school. You know, he's not just a basketball player. And we feel as though we can reach out and touch them through the things that, that we watch them do. And now, all of a sudden, they're gone. Now, you know, we, we have certain basketball players and football players and sports figures and things of that nature that still are doing things to help us with the coronavirus. And kudos to these guys, you know, and girls, the sportscasters, the Everybody that we're going going to deal with right now that we haven't seen in a while, what do we do? What I say is, this gives us a perfect opportunity to conquer the coronavirus with positivity and emotional intelligence. And I put together a little slideshow. I'm not going to take a lot of your time. I'm not going to do uh, too much of too much actually talking. Well, I will do some talking. I'm trying to do some teaching. So let's get right into it. I put this webinar together for you folks so that you can see it at your leisure. And you can just take a moment to try 
to understand and get your mind off the numbers of the people who are dying and the people who are suffering and the people who don't have ventilators and the White House and the Senate and the, the fights and the families and the homeschooling. Enough's enough. We can only take a certain amount of information. You know, the human brain has something called bounded rationality where the human brain can only take a certain amount of information at a time. And at that time, you have to make a decision. You have to make what's called a satisficing decision. And I call that kill the closest snake. So when we look at the world today, where we're locked in our homes. We can't go outside. And we just found out today that this coronavirus thing might be transmitted by people just talking to each other or breathing in one another's space. What the hell are we going to do with that? Well, let's talk about you. What is it that you can do to help yourself in this situation? So let's go. Let's get to it. Communication. In order for you to understand, really, what I'm trying to tell you about emotional intelligence and positive thinking, you first must understand that communication is set is really is called a common union. Communication is really set to be a common union. You are to pretty much use what you have, nonverbals and verbals, to actually communicate or to express your vision or to express a thought or to express a concept to another individual. But before you do that, you have to try to establish through your communication or your common union. You have to establish a common union with an individual to, to understand exactly where they're coming from. And I'll get into trying to understand another person later on in this. But folks, I want you to understand that communication is nothing but building a common union with another individual. And a lot of times that's hard. But today we're locked in our homes with our families and our children our loved ones, our parents, and we have to establish a common union with someone who is right in our home who we probably ever only see maybe five hours out of the day. If you really think about it and you turn it around, you know, 24 hours a day, you're supposed to sleep eight hours, you're supposed to work eight hours, and the other eight hours you're supposed to have is leisure, but we're running around taking people, taking our children to sports, and we're going to PTA meetings, and we're sitting at the bars, and we're going to the sports bars, and we're playing pool, and we're spending time with our significant others, and we're going on dates, and we're going on just happy hours, and we're so you probably get about maybe four hours a day to do something with your loved ones where everybody's in the house. How now that instead of you having only two or three or four hours with the person, now you have 24 hours with a person. Well, hell, at least 16. And I'm here to tell you, if you spend enough time around any person, they're going to get on your damn nerves. So how then do you establish a common union with someone that you probably are getting sick of and irritates the heck out of you all the time? What do you have to do to kind of understand how to communicate with them, especially in this coronavirus thing? Well, I'll tell you, it's trying to understand, you know, as much as we think it's the other person, buddy, I'm telling you, it's about you. The first thing you need to understand is who you are. Knowledge of self surpasses all understanding. How do you communicate? How do you develop your character? You know, I have a firm belief that your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits, your habits become your character, and your character becomes your destiny. 
what do you do to develop your character? And I will tell you that the only for you, in order for you to develop your character, you've got to develop your habits. In order for you to develop your habits, you have to develop your actions. In order for you to develop your actions, you have to develop your words. In order for you to develop your words, you have to develop your thinking. In order for you to develop your thinking, you have to change the way you think to try to focus on understanding who you are. Now, are you effective when you communicate? If you are, if you say, if you sit here on this webinar and you say, I'm effective, well, how do you measure that? How do you know if you're effective? Do you speak the same way to your spouse or your significant other than you do to your children and you do to your friends, you do to your siblings, you do to your parents? No, those five or six different ways that you communicate. You can't say the same thing to your girlfriends or your homeboys as you do to your mother and your father. They'll slap them taste out of your mouth. I know my mother would. I couldn't talk to my mother the same way I talk to women that are my friends. Not that I cuss them out, but I say certain things that my, I probably would not. Well, I know I wouldn't say to my mother, and I definitely wouldn't say it to my father. As a matter of fact, I don't even think about saying it to my father. My father's been dead for nine years, and I still to this day can't imagine saying certain things to him because he would kill me. And I have a firm and healthy fear of my father and he's been in the ground for nine years but i don't play with that man because he was honorary so he was a great father but you didn't play with him anyway i digress when we're actually out here doing the things that we do we actually are really kind of i wrote an article about this i did a webinar actually excuse me i did a podcast about this you know and it really boils down to your life boils down to three questions who matters what matters to who matters and what do you do to facilitate getting what matters to who matters? Now, people, when you get to this situation, when you get to this point, you usually get, when you get to question two, what matters to who matters, you usually find out why and the heck you do the things that you do in your life. But the first thing you do is you have to understand who matters. And a lot of times, people, we have a different understanding of who matters in our lives. The first person that should matter is you. If you are in a situation right now where you're the only ones that matter or the people that you're doing something for, you're lost. You too should matter. You matter. And I'm not talking about the situation where you're an arrogant person to say that you're the only one that matters. But you first need to establish a firm understanding of who you are. Who are you? How do you know what you know. How do you know what you know about yourself? Do you understand who you are? And here's the problem. If you don't understand who you are, then you can't communicate with yourself. And if you can't communicate with yourself, then people guess what? You can't expect others to be able to communicate with you. People, you have to, in order for you to go on, in order for you to be better in life, you have to have a firm understanding of who you are. So before you get into all of this stuff about thinking and, and speaking and habits and things of that nature, take some time out to find out who you are. Disconnect from the world. Turn your phone off, your computer off. Turn off these things that, 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 that don't matter. And go into a situation where you are by yourself and you pull out that long mirror and you look at yourself and you pick yourself apart and you find out who you are. Why are you the way you are? It doesn't matter. The bottom line is you understand who you are at this time right now. And when we're dealing with this coronavirus outbreak, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, 
people, you better know who you are because guess what? You're in the house locked in with other individuals and your support center that you used to have out there with people who didn't really know you, but they knew your representative. <sighs> Problems. The bottom line is once you find out who you are, then you have to, you will get a firmer understanding of your perspective in life. And in life, I'll tell you, things are made or, made or broken based on your perspective on what you do, how you do, and how you think. See, perspective has a lot to do with the same words, but different understanding. In the military, when somebody says deploy, it means something different for a spouse than it does for the military member. When a person says coronavirus, it means something different for the healthcare worker. It means something different than the healthcare work for the healthcare worker than it does for the patient. It means something different for the fireman, for the policeman, for the military person. It means something different for the nurse. It means something different for the doctor, for the newscaster, for the president, for the senators. It means something different. You can go outside right now and ask about the coronavirus. What does coronavirus? Just say the word. Coronavirus. To a can of Lysol, it means that it's something that can be killed. To a child, what does coronavirus mean? When they're sitting at home right now, being homeschooled, they can't see their friends at school, they can't see their teachers. My kid loves Miss Mullins, Kim Mullins, Frisco Montessori Academy. Love that woman to death. I'm not Miss Mullins. So every day, this little boy has to open up his work pack and he has to start his work and he can't see his teacher, Miss Mullins. To an eight-year-old, that's big. Coronavirus doesn't mean a hill of beans to him. It means, damn, I can't go to school anymore. I can't see my friends anymore. To a parent, it's, oh my God, I have to keep my child away from this epidemic, this pandemic. To the grocery store worker, it's, I hope somebody doesn't call for me. To the essential worker in the bank, the bank teller, coronavirus means, oh my God, somebody has to wear a mask. Because they just told us yesterday that it's airborne, that you can pass them along, breathing or talking. If you're in somebody else's space, it used to be if you touch something or if you sneeze on something. Now it's if you breathe in my space, you can give me coronavirus. OMG. People, in order for you to get past this or conquer corona, conquer the coronavirus pandemic, you need to have a firm understanding of your perspective of what that means. And not only that, it's what it means to other people. Now, the funny part about this whole thing about getting over coronavirus, conquering corona, is today, now, we're actually in the house with people that probably don't agree with us all the time. When we get to a situation where people agree with us all the time, we get lulled to sleep and thinking that we're right. Our perspective is the same. Even the people in your family, you go outside right now and ask each individual in your family what coronavirus means, you'll get different opinions based on the number of people. You got five people in the house, you're going to get five different opinions. You know why that is, and, and we're uncomfortable with that. You know why that is? Because we find comfort with those who agree with us. But those who don't agree with us, we should be able to grow with, grow with them. See, growth happens when we have disagreements. Growth happens when we have changes. Growth happens when we have differences of opinions. And differences of opinions always come 
with adversity. Now, if you don't think that the coronavirus pandemic is an adverse situation, you've got a problem. You've been under a rock. This thing has taken out the entire world without regard to race, culture, creed, government system, economic system, governmental system. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Coronavirus is out here to kill, steal, and destroy. Coronavirus doesn't care if you're black, white, gay, straight, male, female, child, elderly, middle-aged, mother, father, sister, brother. It doesn't care. It's going through doing what it does because it's a virus. It doesn't know anything different but to replicate and live replicate and live. This is an adverse situation. It shut down airlines. It shut down jobs. It shut down economies. It shut down nations. This, my friends, is what you call adversity. You, in order to conquer coronavirus, have to learn how to deal with this adversity. This is a grand time for you to put your thinking cap on. And I'm going to tell you something. You have to have a teachable spirit in order to deal with this. If you wake up tomorrow morning and you're thinking, man, what am I going to do? No, 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 no. Wrong. Wrong. Have a teachable spirit and wake up like this. Damn, what am I going to understand today? What am I going to learn new today that I didn't know yesterday that I can help somebody else with? And see, this is the whole thing that you need to understand. Adversity changes things. You know why? Because it teaches us. People, there's no education like adversity. None. If you don't think, I'll tell you what, experience is the best teacher. There's no thing, there's nothing that will teach you something more than adversity will. Adversity, adverse situations. Let me tell you something. A lot of people think that adversity means the end. Nope. Adversity is the beginning of learning. Hey, I'm Dr. Rich. I'm your favorite professor. I'm here to tell you. Adversity is one of your most informative teachers of life. Adversity, when things don't go the way you plan, when, when two and two equal five, that's when it's adverse. Wait a, what? Wait a minute, what? When you cannot get up in the morning and go outside and go and see your friends, adversity. When you can't take your child to daycare, adversity. When you can't go to work and you have to educate your child at home, adversity. When you can't see your loved ones in their nursing homes, adversity. When you cannot see, when you cannot go to your favorite store to get a smoothie, adversity. When you have to explain to your child that their loved one is gone because the coronavirus killed them, adversity. When you have to hold your loved one in their arms because of the fact that they can't fight coronavirus because they don't have a ventilator, adversity. When a 91-year-old woman says, give my ventilator to a younger person because I lived my life, adversity. When a doctor is working desperately to save a patient, adversity. When a newborn infant cannot be housed with his mother because of the coronavirus and we, that we don't know too much about, adversity. When the nurse who is caring for the 75 coronavirus patients and catches coronavirus herself, 
adversity. When your loved one dies in the bed alone because your governmental agency told you that you had to stay in the house and you can't go see them. Adversity. People, there's no education like adversity. But I can tell you one thing. Yep. It's bad. Yep. It's ugly. How in the heck do we deal with it now? It's here. Nobody prepared for it. You don't have a disaster recovery plan that says killer virus shuts down the world. I don't care whether you're looking at a risk management framework and 800 37 30. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There was nothing here pre-written in order for people to say this. And everybody talks about what the government did. Hell, the government wasn't thinking about this. This thing started in China. Oh, man, it'll never come over here. We're cleaner. Yeah, I guess not. The one thing that you can do to keep yourself sane is to think positive. Remember I told you that your thoughts become your words, become your actions, become your habits, become your character, become your destiny. You know, if you want to preach gloom and doom and you want to think gloom and doom, go right ahead. You're going to get gloom and doom. But if, you're going to th if you want to think we're going to find different ways to do different things, it's time for our generations all to turn over at the same time. Every hundred years. You think this is a coincidence? That every hundred years since 1720, we've gone through a plague and the plague has taken out certain parts of our population. And we've all come out as better individuals as a human race. We've all learned something. I'll tell you one thing. I bet the coronavirus can't come back. I, I, how about this? I bet when the coronavirus runs through and these scientists and doctors get through with this and the CDC gets a hold to it. Yeah, I said a hold and the CDC gets a hope to it and finds a cure, I, I, I wish the coronavirus would try to come back around here. We'll beat it. See, that's the thing about the human race. We're resilient. In two months, we're going to be watching baseball and talking about football and, and getting excited about basketball and talking about how our heroes saved us and talking about what galvanizes us as Americans. Because we're thinking positive and not thinking negatively. If you want to change your life, you have to change your thinking. Hey, I'm Dr. Preston Rich. My mantra is change your thinking, change your life. If you want a different life, change your thinking. But I'll tell you something. There's three things. There's cognitions, there's emotions, and there's actions. And I'm here to talk to you about thinking positively, good cognitions, and your emotions. But what happens when you put those two together? When you put your cognitions and your emotions together, you get success. So you should feel, then think, then act. And anytime, anytime you get emotions and actions together, you have a disaster. You know, Jasmine Sullivan, a great R&B singer, she wrote a song about this, I Bust the Windows Out Your Car. She made a lot of money from that. And she's talking about... This man who did her wrong, she busts his windows out of his car. Emotions, I feel bad. Actions, I bust the windows out your car. If you ever, if, if I, let me take a poll. How many of you have ever acted from emotions and regretted it later? Raise your hand. Yep, 
your coworkers are probably looking at you funny now because you're sitting in the middle of the office with your hand raised. Yep, Doc Rich asked you to raise your hand. Please raise your hands. Every one of you should. But when you put thinking or cognitions in between your emotions and your actions, you'll succeed. People, I want you to always think before you act. I want you to be proactive instead of reactive. I want you to also seek to understand and to be understood. And Covey said this. And here's the deal. How will your actions affect your situation later? Hey, we're all going to feel pain and anger. We're all going to suffer sometimes. That's part of life. It's not about the suffering. It's about how you handle the suffering. Yeah, you're emotional. You feel bad. You feel like, oh my goodness, this is not going to change. There's nothing that I can do to change. Yes, it is. You have the power in your mind to change your outcome. Now, people talking about people talk about emotional intelligence a lot. But what the heck is it? Now, the slide that's up here talks about emotional intelligence, so I'm not going to read the slide to you. But I will tell you that it's about emotions and handling your emotions. And when we talk about emotional intelligence, it's a myriad of thoughts and concepts that you have to think about. Compassion and empathy. Let me tell you about empathy. Empathy is being able to see the other side. You have to be able to see how the other person can think the way they think and say the things they th say. Remember I told you it's about, you can't, you can't read people's minds so you can't understand how you think, but if you ever want to find out how someone thinks, just listen to what they say. You have to be able to be empathetic enough to understand how someone can think and say the things that they do. How, you don't have to agree. I didn't tell you to agree with the other side, but I did tell you to be able to think about the other side. See, there's four concepts in emotional intelligence that you have to get down. Number one, you have to be, have self-awareness. I talked about this earlier in this webinar about understanding self. Knowledge of self surpasses all understanding. Self-awareness. Number two is social awareness. You have to understand about people around you. Number three, self-regulation. I'm, I'm numbering these, but this is not in any order. These are just the four concepts, the four components of emotional intelligence. Number three is self-regulation. You understand who you are. You understand that you are but one in many in, in your society. But you have to be able to regulate yourself and your emotions. No matter how much that person gets on your nerves or that situation tends to alter your thinking, you cannot act in, in, in a manner based on your emotions. You have to be able to regulate your emotions to make proper decisions and thereby making proper statements and thereby making proper actions. Last but not least in emotional intelligence is relationship management. Did you know that since the day you were born, that's not a thing that you've done in this world by yourself? I cannot stand when I hear people say, I'm a self-made millionaire. No, you're not. There's not a, it's not designed that way. You don't believe me? Look at the world right now. People cannot contact each other and the world shut down. Do you not get that? Coronavirus proves my theory. Everything is about relationships. 
people cannot have, people have to practice social distancing. They have to be away from each other. Now they have to rely on technology to communicate with one another, and it's still not the same. People, you have to understand that in emotional intelligence, if you're not self-aware, socially aware, and you cannot regulate yourself, there's no way you'll be able to, to establish and maintain relationships. Thereby, you will never be emotionally intelligent. Thereby, you will never be successful in life. So what do you do? You change. And it's real simple about change. I could do a whole webinar on change or on Cotter and Lewin and all these other folks that talk about these different steps to change. Basically, it's real simple. Stop doing what the heck is not working and do something that works. Be the change you want to see. You want to see change? Be that change. You want to see your significant other change? Be that change that you want to see. You have to not be afraid of change. You're going to be, it's going to happen anyway. So you either going to, change is going to happen either with you in the car or with you standing on the corner. Look at the society now. Coronavirus has changed everything. UPS people don't even want to talk to you right now. They don't want to touch you. They have gloves. I had my UPS guy, Fredo, come around, and he delivered me a box, and he said, here you go, OG. That's what he calls me, OG, you know. He's a young cat. But he always brings me my packages on time, and he handed it to me, and he had his gloves on, and I was just like, wow. I couldn't give him a, a, a pound, a hug, or anything because we have to distance ourselves socially because of this killer virus. But people, guess what? It's a change. It's a different way to do something. You have to look at it from a different different perspective. Look at everything that's happening right now. People are actually communicating more because of the fact that they have to use their technology. Have you thought about that? See, a lot of times people, you know, they don't want to see each other face to face. They don't want to talk to each other on the phone. Now you're forced to. Now you're forced to use technology to communicate with one another. And oh my God, you're finding out so many things about so many people in so many ways. You're Zooming to death. You're webinaring to death. You're WebExing to death. You're keynote, keynoting to death. You're using your, your phones. You're doing the things you need to do to communicate. And let me tell you something. A hundred years ago, this wouldn't have happened. We wouldn't have had this. Now we're going to learn something new about somebody because a lot of times... People communicate differently over social media and over technology, technological sources than they do in person. But if you want to do something different and you want to get through something, you have to be, you have to change and then pretty much lead the change, be the change you want to see. So what am I really talking about? I'm talking about actually conquering Corona with a positive attitude and emotional intelligence, but what I'm really talking about is relationships. People, everything is about a relationship. You don't buy anything from anyone. You don't spend time with anyone. You don't communicate with anyone unless you've established a relationship or rapport with them. Everything you do is about relationships. You know, I talk about emotional intelligence and I talk about understanding and communication and I talk about positive thinking. All of that to tell you that this is the exact time, the perfect time for you 
to repair your relationships. Whatever relationships are near and dear to you, repair them, fix it. Do the things that you need to do, especially if you have someone in your corner who treats you good, who takes your flaws and says, hey, I want to be with you. I don't care if you're a little mean or rough around the edges. I want to be with you. And you know, people, that's rare. People who want to deal with our crazy behinds, that's rare. Because some of us are pieces of work. But if you can find someone who wants to establish and maintain a relationship with you and it's positivity on both sides, why not do that? And even if it was a positive attitude, excuse me, a positive relationship and it kind of declined because so many things got in the way, use this time that you have nothing in the way to get your relationships back on track. Because let me tell you something. It takes a while to build a relationship, but I firmly believe that those are the things that will usher you right into your old age happily. Built relationships are the relationship, built positive relationships are the relationships that you need to establish and maintain and work hard to maintain. Some of you haven't talked to your siblings in years. And now you shut down. You have no more excuses. You don't have to go to work. <laughs> you can't leave the house. You can't even meet for family dinners. You can't go see Mima in the nursing home. You you can't go to the store. Well, you can go to the store, but you probably don't want to. You got to put a mask on your face. Mask on. Mask off. <laughs> Future. But you're right there in the house with your significant other. Make it work. Let me tell you something, people. If you don't know it, there's a lot of people who've died from coronavirus alone. Alone. Is it worth that argument that you had? Is it worth that thing that you wanted that you didn't get? Is your relationship worth all of that pain? And better yet, ponder this. Do you want your loved one or significant other to only have the memory of the last argument you had when they pass? Or do you want them to understand the enjoyment of you? The positivity of what you brought to them? Because I'm going to tell you something, people. Without people, you're nothing. Like I told you before, I don't believe in the whole self-made millionaire. There's nothing from the time you get to the time you're born to the time they're putting dirt in your grave or putting you in the oven. You need people. There's a lot of people out there that say, I don't need nobody. They're the ones that need people the most. Yes, you do. We talk about motivation. We talk about relating and affiliation and belongingness. Yeah. You have to be able to belong or to, con or to have a relationship with another human being in order to motivate you to do other things. Relationships are the name of the game. You don't buy anything from people you don't have a relationship with. The person at the cleaners, your hairdresser, your nail tech, the people at the, the cashiers, the, the Home Depot representative, the one that mixes your paint, the paper boy, the ice cream man, the city councilman, the person you pay your water bill to, the person you pay your electric bill to, and a lot of people do this stuff online. 
your neighbor, your babysitter, your favorite waitress or waiter which you're pro- that you're probably missing right about now. People is worth it. Right now, there's a time that we don't know who this virus is going to take out. We don't know how they're going to catch it. We do know we're in our homes right now. We do know it's time for us to figure something out differently. But you can beat this whole coronavirus if you keep the things in mind that I talked to you about. People, this is the time for you to craft the best version of you you can craft. Every moment counts. Never give up. Even if you had an argument today, go fix it. If they're here, go fix it. It's, it's, it by the time it's slow singing, snot slinging, and flower bringing, that's too late. Tell them you love them now. Give people their flowers today. Tomorrow morning when you get up, go buy somebody some flowers. Tell your loved one you love them. Grab your kid and rub his head. Do something for your significant other that you haven't done before. Tell them you love them. And I don't mean you go out and spend a bunch of money. Just say, hey, I love you. End of story. Try that. Do you think that Kobe and his daughter thought that they would die when they got on that helicopter? Nope. But because of the fact that they had a bond together and they did the things that fathers and daughters did while they were on earth, that when they were ushered up into heaven, they were good. They left us poor saps here. The greatest basketball player. Dead. People, there's nothing promised to us. This virus is telling us now. Chris Cuomo on CNN was talking about the virus for three weeks and boom, he had it. And you know what he said? The one thing I regret is the fact that I may have given it to my wife and children. It wasn't about him getting well. It wasn't about it. Was, it was about his relationships. People, I'm telling you, if you understand who you are as an individual, you understand that your relationships are the things that keep you going. You can't have a relationship if you don't change the way you think. Because you won't change your words, you won't change your actions, you won't change your habits, you won't change your character, and you definitely won't change your destiny. But I'm going to tell you now, as long as you're on this earth, you need people. So it's maintain and establish those relationships and work on the ones that you've built. People, I've gone through 16 slides on this webinar. And I hope that I've taught you something. My name is Dr. Preston Rich. You can catch me on social media at Doc Rich Speaks. You can email me at doc at PrestonRich.com. You can find me anywhere on where you get your favorite web, when you get your webinars or excuse me, your, your podcast from Google or Apple or what have you. But I'll tell you folks, this coronavirus is not going to beat us. Every hundred years, something comes around to try to take out the human race. It hasn't yet. People, each one of you are perfectly imperfect and uniquely amazing. So act like it. You can beat this corona thing. There's nothing but a virus. 
Take care, wash your hands, take precautions, give a damn about the other individual. Get one pack of toilet paper, not three. Get one case of water, not seven. This is the opportunity for you to understand and have a teachable spirit and understand how to build and maintain relationships and do some things for your fellow man. Because at the drop of a hat, at the stop of a sneeze, you can have a deadly virus in your lungs. And then, only then, will you think about the last argument you had with your loved one. Is it worth it? Probably not. Whatever you're going through with your loved one, fix it. Fix it. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. People, I appreciate the fact that you gave me this time and you watched my webinar. My webinar slide that is up now is about me as my bio. If you want to contact me, check out the information on the slide. If you don't, I get it. But the one thing I want you to understand that I do this because I love people. This is my gift. Education and speaking is my gift. And what good is a gift if you don't use it for the good of others? So folks, I appreciate everything you've done to listen to me. I thank you for your time. And if no one has told you today, Doc Rich loves you. Peace. You've been listening to the Doc Rich Speaks show. We hope we've stimulated your mind and inspired you to be your best self today. If you've enjoyed the show, tell some friends and join us next time on this same station. Follow Dr. Rich on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Doc Rich Speaks. You can download this podcast on Apple, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spreaker as well. In the meantime and in between time, remember you are perfectly imperfect and uniquely amazing. So just be great every single day.